Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh Dear brothers and sisters, welcome back to the podcast I hope you are doing very, very well It's been a couple of weeks since we last updated In that time, alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah We've had Eid uh, It's been a beautiful time with family I hope your family is blessed And I hope you had a, a wonderful Eid And um, blissful uh, And inshallah very rewarding as well And we didn't eat too much um, <laughs> that's always a worry. People think that well, you know we're gonna eat loads, but to be honest with you, you end up just being. This, you can only eat so much in one meal anyway, so it's not exactly like we are um, putting on a huge amount of weight. Um, but alhamdulillah, it's a great family time. And today's podcast is specifically about uh, you know sometimes we we sit in these Islamic talks or lectures or in this case it was a khutbah that I, I've just come back from, and subhanallah, it just hits differently. It just gets to the heart a little bit different. I, I mean, it made it an effect the fact that this was a new masjid I was at. It was a different masjid than I go to on a regular basis. So I think the the atmosphere was different. The people were different. And the khutbah would just hit on, like spot on. It was just needed at the time. And I really just wanted to highlight it. You know, I rushed home just to, I was taking notes during the khutbah, just so I can come back and mention this to you. To everybody here and just to and i shared it with my local imam as well i said this khutbah this was amazing not just the content but the delivery uh, of the the imam was just amazing um of course the, the imam spoke several languages english arabic urdu were the, the languages but what i really enjoyed about it the fact that he blended the three languages together so he didn't do a 10 minute khutbah in English and then 10 minutes in Urdu and then 10 minutes in Arabic because the people that didn't understand those languages would switch off for 10 minutes that's what would happen so instead he, he, you know he done like 10 seconds of this language and then 10 seconds of the next language and 10 seconds of the next language and all mixed in together and it was beautiful and I will play you an audio of what it sounded like but just a few things to take away and that I want to pass on to to you guys as well inshallah uh, the Imam mentioned how we can bring tranquility and sukuna, uh, peace, into the home because there's a lot of struggle in the home and as we know, society starts in the home. Charity starts at home. If we can bring up a good Muslim family, a good tranquil household, then each, the man or the woman, they go out into the world, they are, they are feeling peace and tranquility at home, they're safe and secure, they go into society, they give the best to society, and in return society becomes a better place and overall the world becomes a better place. So it all starts at home. If the kids are feeling loved at home, looked after, listened to, respected, uh, they go out and they're positive members of the community as well and a shining example of the ummah. But it all starts at home. So the question was that the imam posed, what is it that we're doing at home? Or what is it that we can do at home to increase this tranquility, this peace, that that we should be uh, providing our family with now he was speaking first of all about the, the males so the males alhamdulillah you know it's a great honor to to pray salah in the masjid it's a huge blessing uh, and it's a requirement for the the men of the household to pray the third salah means a compulsory salah in the masjid but what the imam mentioned something i've never heard before that was a little bit different was we should also be praying, we should take our sunnahs and pray them in back home. So you pray your, your salah in the masjid and congregation and then without putting the sunnah there, 
and the masjid come home and pray the sunnah. Why? It extends the blessing from the masjid back to your home. It takes that tranquility, the blessings of the masjid, you're, you're extending it back to your home and you're ensuring that the household, there is salah held in there as well. Otherwise, if you prayed all your salahs in the masjid, the, the house would be left without salah, which would be a very cold and dark place from a religious point of view. So extend the salah back to your home is something that I took to heart straight away. I was like, that, that makes sense. Because normally, uh, as men folk, we pray our salah, and then straight after the thirds, after the imam, we get up, pray our sunnahs, you know, do a dhikr, uh, and then get up and then go home and, you know, have dinner or whatever it is. And, you know, that's the end of that. However, we should extend it and take it home with us as like a, almost taking the, the blessings from the mission, you bring them home uh, like and, and, and like with you. <laughs> if you can imagine like that, you're bringing it and extending it home. So that's one thing that really got to me. I was like, okay, fantastic. I will, ha I will start doing this uh, and I hope you guys can do that as well, inshallah. Bring the blessings of the masjid home, pray your sunnahs at home, number one. Number two, there should be some form of ta'lim, some learning and teaching that's happening in the home, some Islamic teaching. So myself and my wife right now are reading a book, uh, the, the stories of the prophets, in fact, and we're reading that uh, every day, every every now and then in the house, making sure we go through the chapters and just being steadfast in completing this book. Now, it doesn't matter what religious knowledge you, you are reading. Some book about any subject, any subject of your choice, if it's about nature, if it's about um, yeah geography, if it's about the stories of the Sahaba, if it's about uh, tafsir of surahs. There's so many options. If it's about... Um, the, the science of the human body, if it's about the science of space, if it's about anything, any topic you're interested in, if it's medicine, anything at all, and that will gain that closeness connection with the Dean, and you start to ponder about the, even the, the human body. If we just spent a little bit of time considering the blessings of this body, how it operates, or space, the size of this galaxy, the size of the universe, it would just make us realise how small and insignificant we are compared to Allah Subhanahu's creation. It's unbelievable. I was watching the news the other day and they were just talking about, they're just beginning to kind of, they can't imagine the size of the, the galaxy and how big it is. And, you know, it's just unbelievable that the, the numbers, you know, how far all the, the universes are apart from each other and the fact that it's expanding. And, you know, these are words that Allah Subhanahu said, um, right at the start of time and we are only just comprehending this now and that just makes people well it should make people think subhanallah are we really the creators of all of this when we we're not even creators of ourselves and there's so many galaxies etc and it just makes you ponder and then that gets you nearer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you bring your family your children into this discussion as well and open up their open up their minds and soften their hearts to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's a great point as well. So bring bring the Islamic teaching and knowledge into your home as well and make sure that it's, it's something that, that you do on a regular basis with your family. Um, another point that, that I like the, the imam mentioned was that in this society, in this day and age, as men folk in the house, we think it's our, our responsibility to take our family on holiday take them, bring the shopping in, look after them, 
um, make sure that they're clothed and fed and put a, house, a roof over their head and pay for the bills and all of these things. And, and yes, to an extent, that is all true. And then when it comes to teaching them deen, we think that that's down to the, the sheikh or the, the imam, that he's going to do that in 20 minutes on a Saturday in a Saturday class. And we leave the, the deen to somebody else. Uh, and the imam compared that to the fact that it took the sahaba 23 years to learn the, the deen from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 23 years was a, the, the, the time period in which the, the Quran came down to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who then portrayed it to the sahaba, his followers in 23 years. And we expect the imam to be able to provide this information to our kids, you know, on a Saturday class or within 20 minute spells here and there in Juma Salahs etc. It's not possible. It is not possible. It's a lifetime worth of information and it really starts at home and that we should be the ones that that add this into our life, into our, in our children's life and we should not leave this to, down to anybody else but our, our, own, uh, our own family and that starts with us. We shouldn't leave it down to the Imam. It's not the imam's responsibility to make your kids closer to deen. It's your responsibility. Uh, so that was a, a real good reminder. I really appreciated that as well. Um, now, I'm going to let you listen to um, an audio. It's, it's only like 30 seconds. And it's just really of, of the, the talk and how the, the flavour of the conversation. And it's really just a mix of languages put together, English and Urdu mixed together and it's just the energy so you might you might not take too much away from from this one audio but just listen to the energy um the tonality the speed everything and, and you can't see the face facial expressions of this imam but subhanallah subhanallah it was so engaging it's so engaging so i'm going to let you listen to it the audio quality will not be that great unfortunately because you know we were in salon i had to record it on the sly and to make sure that i didn't ruin the, the atmosphere um, but listen anyway, and see if you can uh, hear. And this is not your responsibility. That's the responsibility and duty. Responsibility or duty we have, and sadaqa also. The Prophet said in one hadith, any penny or any pound or any rupiah or the dollar you spend over your family, Against that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you the reward Allah aapko iska ajar bhi dega. Umme Salma rasiyallahu ta'ala nane jab huzur se ye puchha tha. To huzur ne yehi farmaya tha. Ke janabe wali apne bachon mein bhi khach kiya. Is khach karne ka bhi hoga. Phir inshallah iski barbaat hoge. Time khatam ho chukhi Allah marfi tafiq Beautiful. Just short and simple. That was just 30 seconds of a clip. But the whole thing was just engaging, it was flowing, full of energy, and you know, like I say, I like the, the fact that it translated three languages, blended together rather than 10 minutes of Urdu, 10 minutes of Arabic, 10 minutes of English, where the non-speakers of those languages would end up fading away and not paying attention. So it was beautiful, I really enjoyed it. Uh, I hope you found this beneficial, and I look forward to speaking to you on the next episode. Until then... I leave you in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and until next time, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.